Hi, this is Emily the Songbird, and I am so grateful to be here today. It's been a while that I've been on here just by myself. I've had some amazing, amazing guests uh, on the podcast, and if you haven't had a chance to listen to them, they're just wonderful, delightful people. Angel the Harpist and her husband, David Simmons, both musicians in their own right, and I have also had Bethany Anderson on, an artist, a, a dear friend, and a musician as well. And uh, let's see, who else? <laughs> There's been a couple others. And I'm going to have more uh, more interviews. Oh, yes, of course, Kyle Richards, the local city council member that was just reelected to Goleta, knew that was a really touching interview as well. So this is just my time right now to be with you and really to share my gratitude. I didn't realize that in the beginning that other people would actually be listening to that. I know listening to this podcast. I know it's it's kind of the goal, right, to get your voice out into the world. But really it was my intention and the marching orders within me, thank you to Julia Cameron with her Artist Way book that guided me to just to record my voice as I was speaking. And somehow, I think it's the same way for me with music is when I talk out loud, I I get to channel things that I don't necessarily always know through um, you know, even sitting with them in, in meditation. And so music for me is a form of channeling and so is talking. And so I'm glad to be able to give voice to both of, of those aspects. And interesting enough that I have so many guests that could provide that as well. So I just would like to to give a shout out to people who have shared some response from the podcast and have been listening. So um, I know that Barbara has, and I know that uh, Michael Laster, a good friend from high school, gave me some feedback um, about the podcast that she was proud to know me. And I thought that was such a, she's a, she's a teacher, uh, elementary school teacher, and, and we were friends in high school. I'm, I'm hoping to get her on the podcast because she's just amazing, authentic being and, and teacher. And um, there have been others. Kathy McIntosh has uh, shared some gratitude for the podcast. I'm just trying to think. My intention now is to build this community to give voice to to all of us, and. Um, to be able to have some dialogue about this. And I know that I was, I don't know if anybody uh, listens or watch Marie TV, but she's amazing, amazing, amazing um, business entrepreneur and, um, you know, friends with Oprah and just an incredible visionary and in helping empowering people with their, their visions. And I do the same, I guess right now it's at a smaller scale, but really we do that by just living our truth, living authentically. And it's not an easy place. It's not an easy place to live. It's the hardest thing I think that we can actually do. And Marie this morning was talking about expectations and 
there's a book called The Five Regrets When You Die that, um, and I need to get the author of that. But anyway, she had interviewed the author from it. And the number one regret is living from other people's expectations instead of living true to who you are. And I remember I talked about this before, but my dad, after he died, he actually came to me in a dream. And I will never forget this. And he gave me this ratty old paper bag and and in this paper bag that it, I it didn't seem like there was anything in it but I I dug my hand down to the very edge of it and excuse me I'm gonna sneeze it's coming and I um excuse me there was a there was a quote by Shakespeare in it and it said to thine own self be true and I was so afraid at that time of really giving voice to my own creativity. I was getting really good at supporting others, but I was I was having such a hard time giving voice to my own creativity. And so I had this song, uh, uh, an Odyssey, which is what um, my first book is based on. An Odyssey of Song is what it's called, and and the song was just about the journey of music being a vehicle to help me to give voice to my own creativity, my songs and stories within, and to support others in giving voice to them in that way. And it it just, you know, it was amazing how by by taking that guidance that came in my dream that I was able to manifest. I, I published the book, which was a whole adventure on its own. And if you're interested, you can listen to the early podcasts about it. But but the the thing that happens is is my experience and whether you're you know famous like Marie or Oprah or you're sitting in your you know one bedroom apartment like me it doesn't matter and and I heard the neatest thing the other day and again I'm I'm spouting off these things I need to have a little bit more um information about these uh because they're just amazing concepts and I want to give the rightful ownership to these quotes but that there was a, a doctor um, on another podcast that I was listening to, Dr. Sean. Oh, he's, he's famous too. So I need to get some of these names down um, and maybe I can put them um, in the comments below once I, I research that. But anyway, he's an amazing doctor and he works with cancer, uh, cancer patients. And he was talking about how we actually have the energy of the sun, that we actually have solar power moving through us and, you know, through the process of, of photosynthesis, using the energy, not only energy of fermentation, which was the beginning process, but also the energy of photosynthesis and the, the energy of sun that we're actually using. We actually hold the power of the sun. And my inner child years ago when I was living in Spain, I gave her the name Emma who blazes with the sun. And I had no knowing at the time that we actually hold the energy of the sun within us. And, and I've been talking about this all along is as we rise to the vibration of love 
that are, you know, that we are rising to the full potential and power of who we truly are, that that is the highest frequency that we can vibrate at. And if we're vibrating from that place, the, you know, the energy of the virus, the energy of fear, the energy, all those shame and guilt, they can't reach us because we are so ignited and alive with the love of who we are. And for me, I guess that's been a message that has come to me all my life, but it's most poignant and powerful now. And what I see is when I serve that love, I remember I was writing a I don't know. This is this is a fun exercise is to write down your um you know image of who you see yourself to be now and you know another thing this this doctor was saying is that we are different every single moment we are different and so we're not the same as the moment before and so my new self image is emily the entrepreneur i've i've been a teacher which i i still am and i've been um definitely an an artist in my own right but this is like bringing all those pieces together and so i call her emily the entrepreneur and i i say that the vibration of love throws through me constantly as i live work and play doing what i love which is what i do every single day i remember when i first um, moved from from teaching in schools and and to actually teaching in a music store and it was just the craziest thing. My homework was to learn rock riffs, and I mean I was just like pinching myself: is this really true? And and I was making better money than I was, you know, slaving away. And and I'm not saying anything. I mean about teachers, they are so important in every single role. But this for me was more in line. With with who I was because I got to do what I love. And I was so, I needed so much practice because I was so bad in the beginning. Um, but I hear actually with people who are listening to the podcast, I know that people are starting to, to play instruments more and hopefully sing more if they haven't been doing that because it shifts your vibration into the vibration of love. So I say I'm focused on loving myself and emanating my vibration of love for the world. And so if you wake up every morning and you focus on the love of who you are, truly and you just whatever i like to do the chanting and you you might have a ritual that's all your own music for me does this and so but really getting in touch and knowing that everything else is you know has been built upon through society through these conditions and conventions and and there is an importance i think of finding a balance that you know, being a part of community is important, but being authentic in that community is equally important. That we um, that we can be really fully who we are and express our truth. Oh, and another another couple um, people I wanted to give a shout out to are Lulu um, and Megan McGreen, who have been listening to the podcast and very dear friends of mine. And Megan is a, a retired therapist. I'd like to have her on, um, soon. And, and Lulu is an amazing being of light. And so anyway, I'm just thinking of people who've been listening and wanted to give my shout out to them. Everything I think, say, sing, write, play is rooted in love.
So most of the songs, if you've been listening and have, that I write about our love, and they are not necessarily romantic love, although that comes into play, but the love of who we are, that divine love, that, um, you know, what these chants are about, the I am. I, I love that idea of hypnotizing ourselves into self-love, that we, that um, Yogi Bhajan, that Sanamkara and, and Kaur, and I've said these things on podcasts before, but they just come so strongly in me is that we hypnotize ourselves into self-love. And as we hypnotize ourselves into that self-love, we become the unconditional love, which is truly, truly who we are. And uh, so I'm reaching the world through my voice, words, music, through the vibration of love. So this podcast, and it is an example of that, is to be able to talk with people who are in line with the love of who they are in their creativity and their artistry in their music, and that it's not about being perfect. It's not about being famous. It's not, it's just about giving voice to our journey. This is a vehicle for giving voice to our journey. So if you're interested in giving voice to your journey, reach out to me and I would love to have you on a guest. My, my favorite thing I used to say to people um, because I wrote so many songs is I, uh, I'd love, oh, oh, that should be a song. I could write a song about it. So everybody who knows me, they're like, Emily would say, oh, you could write a song about it, which I also do that often, but I'd love to have you on and get as a guest on my podcast. That's my, that's my go-to phrase now. I'd love to hear more. I'd love to have you a guest on my podcast. So if you're interested in your listening just by happenstance and you want to give more voice to your, your journey, um, it's a great safe space to do it. It's a, a safe space to do it. So abundance flows through me through the vibration of love. So I am able to manifest more material wealth through this, this journey of doing more of what I love. And that's what I learned early on is, could I actually make my living teaching music? And there were a lot of, lot of musicians and teachers that had more experience than me that were not making it. And, but the difference was that it was guided from the deepest place within me and it wasn't easy and I wasn't even that good. And, and so, but I had such a passion to work at it and I do have such a passion to work at it. And I inspire anybody to pick up the guitar and play. I inspire anybody to open their, their mouth and sing the sweet songs of their life. Right. And it's not about getting a million views on Facebook. It's not about it's about being true to who you are. And then when you operate from that vibration, things on the outside begin to manifest. Like I said, I had no idea from the beginning of this podcast. I just knew I was going through a deep journey of transformation and it was a way to witness that journey. And then other people willingly joined the journey. They were so willing to share their experiences and I was so humbled and honored that they wanted to, to be a part of that. My heart is full with love. I give and receive love fully. I, I love that as the abundance is coming to me more easily and effortlessly, I love, I have Venmo on my phone and I love that little cha-ching in the morning. Sometimes I'm doing my practice and somebody pays me and I just, it's just such a, a neat sound to me. But also 
during this time, I, I'm feeling the inspiration and that flow of, of giving. And so I've, I have some other guests that I really like to come on here to talk about. There's the local food bank here that um, my partner and I just donated to last week. And there's, there's just so many wonderful organizations. And uh, through Toastmasters, the, the speaking organization that I'm part of, Unity Toastmasters in particular, that there are people on there who are volunteering regularly and can give voice to how we can give back. And But you know, I mean, I had the most amazing interaction with this man. I was going to get my hair done and I only had a dollar in my purse. And so I stood at the corner and he was, he had a, a boot on, not, a, you know, like a, um, one of those boots, his leg was injured. And, but he had a sign. It said, happy holidays, H-A-L. <laughs> And it was, it was spelled wrong, right? But I came up to him and he, he was just beaming with light. And I, you know, I just knew I had to give him, you know, oh, I think I didn't even have a dollar. I think I just had change. And I just pulled everything out of my change purse and I just gave it to him. And I said, you know, this is what I have. I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't even have any food. I just, you know, um, and so, but he and I had the most delightful conversation and he just said, you know, I know I spelled this wrong. And, um, but, but I said, you know, it's the essence of the message. It doesn't matter that it's spelled correctly. And he and I just had the most delightful conversation and I felt ignited when I left him. And I felt that he was a messenger of, of this journey for me is that it doesn't matter whether you're homeless or you're, you know, you're billionaire, um, people, I, I teach uh, families that I, I think are probably billionaires. I've never seen homes like this that uh, ever in my life, and but it doesn't matter because there we're all mirrors of each other. And so if you move through the world with an open heart and uh, a trust in the universe itself, the most creative journeys emerge that that you could you could ever imagine. And that's what's happened to me. Uh, it happened to me with the Odyssey of Song when I was whisked off through a journey to Asia, India, Nepal, and Thailand, and then landed a job in Portugal. And it's happened again through Santa Barbara and this labyrinth of love that I've been on. And it's just been an incredible experience. So my heart is full with love. I give and receive fully. I express myself more clearly and beautifully than ever before because my voice emanates the love that I am. There's an inner and there's an outer voice. And so when your inner and outer voice are in alignment, people feel your intention. And that, I believe, is what's happened with this podcast, is that people feel the intention of love that I am. And we are all, as, as I've talked about, we are all terminal. And we don't know from any given day whether we're going to be here. So how is it that you want to live the gift of your life? How is it that you want to express you today? I write, sing, and play music from love instead of fear. I had tremendous performance anxiety for so much of my musical career. And that's why it was so easier, easy 
much easier to cheerlead other people because I didn't have to put myself out there, but that's not the case anymore, that, that I'm actually being requested to be put out there, especially from the old folks. They really resonate with me and the, the music that I create. And so those senior homes give a shout out to Mariposa and uh, um, what's the other? Marvia is the Alzheimer's home here in town. God is love, and I am a uniquely beautiful, youthful reflection of God's love. And so, you know, that's what I believe is all paths lead to God. Good, orderly direction, as Julia Cameron says. I am uniquely beautiful, youthful reflection of God's love. We all can be that, no matter what our physical age is. Our biology, our thoughts, our beliefs can lead to a shift in the the vibration of who we are, the electromagnetism of who we are, and we can wake up and feel ignited because we have the energy of the sun moving through us. My body is a vessel of love. My music is a vessel of love. My voice is a vessel of love. I'm an active performing artist, singer-songwriting, best-selling author, I would love that, and speaker who emanates love. My presence vibrates love and transforms blocks within myself and everyone I attract. So my very presence is I'm blocking, and that's how it has been. That's what I learned is that it was my presence that was unblocking others um, by just being me. And I think that when we know that that's really all we need to be is that that itself is a healing vessel. You yourself are a healing vessel. My presence vibrates love and transforms blocks within myself and everyone I attract. My membership site doubles in the next six months with 10 new paying members and five coaching clients. Well, that is a little. Um, a little large, larger goal for me, but I just need to keep putting energy into that. I do have members on the membership site, which is super exciting, and I do have paying members. And so coaching clients, not as much. I usually have more musical um, students right now and families, which I'm loving. And so I'd love to attract more um, coaching clients, the, the right ones. And so there is opportunities for that on the, the website. And I know I'm very good at what I'm doing. Um, but, you know, it just it's also gives me time to, to do my creativity as well. My creativity and songs emanate love, and I am a world-renowned singer and songwriter. Well, I would always welcome that dream. That also is one that seems kind of extreme, but who are, who are you not to be, right? You are a child of God. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that others feel more secure around you. You are a child of God. I love that. That's Marian Williamson and Nelson Mandela used that in a speech. So I can always dream. And, and maybe singer, songwriter, maybe, you know, who knows what that really means. But my voice can be a catalyst of positive change. The reason I want to get it out to the world is because I know that it inspires. I know that it empowers and I know that it heals and I know that people are suffering and they can make simple choices every day to live from the joy. I talked about my, my boyfriend Miguel and I were 
every morning we set these intentions and my intention today was to celebrate, to celebrate the love that I am and the gift of life that I have. And so I invite you to celebrate that too and go for your dreams, no matter how wild they seem. My voice and music is free and powerful as it heals myself in the world. I live in an elegant and beautiful home that emanates love. <laughs> I love that one. This home is actually emanating love right now. We have, uh, my partner is, grew up as a Jehovah's Witness and, and this is the first year that we've had a Christmas tree and we put beautiful lights on it and he set up our Google home so they turn on at 6 a.m. and um, It's just been super sweet. It's, it's so quaint and small and lovely, but I feel love. I feel that it's sacred, a sacred home that we're creating and eventually maybe it will grow. <laughs> um, my partnership grows and deepens in love and that is definitely happening every day. So I am deeply grateful to be with you, all of you here today who are listening. And even if it's just me and the divine, I am so grateful to be here. It is a gift to be alive. And if you forget that, please do anything that you can to remind yourself of the power and the beauty and the, the truth that you hold because you are a miracle. Your very existence is this doctor. And I will put a link to him because he was so powerful. The other day he talked about birthing a baby in Indonesia. And this was way before he was a doctor. And that the, um, the birth was from a woman who had been raped and, and she was um, had disabilities and she couldn't she was mute and she didn't know what had happened to her, but she had been raped and this baby was born and it was just could fit in the palm of his hand. And, you know, he looked at this baby and, and the baby gave a cry. It was so premature, but it was life in his hand. And um, it, this is what you have. You have life in your hand. What are you going to do with it? And I would also say life in your heart. What are you going to do with your one wild and precious life? That's Mary Oliver. I love her. And what is it that you're going to do? So, so let me know if you're listening to this. You can reach out to me on Facebook or you can go to my website um, or my email, eyurchison, Y-U-R-C-H-E-S-H-E-N at gmail.com. Um, and, and please, and I think you can leave a message actually on Anchor, but let me know what you are doing to feel the spark and the light of who you are so that we can share it with others. And I, um, I hope that you celebrate this day and the gift of your life. And um, my heart is with you. Namaste. This is Emily the Songbird signing off.